welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. Today, I have the beautiful Benice with me, and she is a heart-centered entrepreneur who helps people people unleash their purpose. And I have been following Bernice for a very long time and I feel very honoured to have her on my show. So welcome. Thank you for having me. I feel very grateful and blessed to be here and so great to be connected with you as well. Amazing. So as everybody knows, the only one question that I do ask is what is your magical story that has taken you on a phenomenal journey since 2015 to getting you to where you are right now? Mm-hmm. So my magical story started when my uh, daughter Pollyanna was born, which was actually in 2012. So basically the story goes is that through my 20s, I was uh, stuck in quite a rut and struggled with depression, anxiety, ended up really uh, overweight and just like a really dark period in my life. And uh Then when I had my daughter, Pollyanna, I started to have this drive to want to change my life. And, uh, you know, as they say, we either um, change when we hit enough pain or we have enough desire. And I had both, you know, I'd had enough of the pain and feeling low. And then I had this desire to want to be a good mom. So Pollyanna was born And I just, for the first time in my life, started to actually have a vision, a vision that I was excited to move towards. And my vision was really to be a happy, healthy mom. And, uh, you know, things have, uh, you know, grown so far beyond my original vision. Uh, But the, the original vision back then was to be a happy, healthy mom. And I started by just educating myself on how to switch to a whole foods plant-based lifestyle. Uh, I started reading books on how to change my habits, how to get more willpower, started to get into personal development. And for the first couple of years, I really just made the changes myself. I taught myself how to cook with healthy foods. I just slowly started to change my habits so that it ended up being sustainable. So Over a couple of years, I lost um, quite a substantial amount of weight. Now I'm up to 45 kilos uh, and I've I've lost it all sustainably. And in that first couple of years when I made those changes, uh, the way I explain it now, it's almost like I, I didn't understand it back then, but I found the love within me and then I wanted everybody to have it. So I used to... <laughs> yep, I know the feeling. <laughs> And um, so I used to go to my job at the fashion store and and I was like so excited to teach the girls at the fashion store about health and teach them recipes and, and, and I didn't even know I was coaching them, but they're all starting to lose weight and feel happier. And 
And, um, and then one day I was driving to work and I literally thinking to myself, is this really what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? Like surely, so I'd started to have more belief in myself. And I, I'm thinking if I lost all this weight, because I quit drinking, I quit smoking, I quit junk food. I lost all this weight. I'm I'm starting to think maybe I actually have more potential than just working in the fashion store. And and I'm thinking to myself, well, like, what would I do? And at the exact same time, I'm listening to a Brian Tracy audio and he starts talking about finding your purpose. And he like at the exact same time as I'm having these thoughts, and he goes, um, if you want to find your purpose, then imagine that you have a magic wand and that you could be, do, have and create whatever you want for your life. And imagine that you're unlimited, that, you know, there's nothing holding you back. You have the resources, you have the money, you have the time, everything you need. So nothing could hold you back. So from that place, I'm like, oh, wow, I unlimited thinking. Well, if nothing was holding me back, then I might be out doing um, helping people transform their lifestyle so that they can, you know, be healthy and all of these sort of things. So um, I remember that day just going to work and I just couldn't get it off my mind. I'm thinking, oh, my God, like maybe I can start something. And and, and I'm just thinking, how could I start like one of these online programs? Because I had had um, – learned so much from people sharing nutrition information online that had these personal brands you know I get recipes learn how to cook so I'm thinking how could I do something like that I knew nothing about social media definitely had no dream to be in front of people being seen and um, but my um my purpose to want to serve people in the the original one was like I wanted to turn the obesity epidemic around so I started investing in myself doing courses where I could learn about marketing branding then I became a NLP coach so that I could help people with you know the unconscious part of it and and uh, yeah, so and and as I'm going along and I'm working with clients and they're getting amazing results, they start asking me, well, Bernice, how do we start an online business like you? And then so I was like, uh, maybe I'll create a retreat. I'll re- create a retreat where they can all come and I can teach them how to start their business. We can have branding shoots, the health aspect, just like everything they need to know. And I just had this vision in my mind of like having this uh Fabulous retreat in a mansion. I'd never been to a mansion. I'd never been to a <laughs> retreat. <laughs> it's like I don't even know. It was just like all these visions coming to me. And uh, quite literally, I um, had just left my relationship and and I didn't actually have the money to run a retreat or do any of these things. But it's like I just really just I couldn't I just got on and did a Facebook live and I told people I'm running this retreat in a mansion it's going to be amazing and I hadn't even booked it I hadn't planned it and within (laughs) a couple of days um five women signed up and or maybe it was more I don't know but it was like uh by the time the retreat came I had sold out this retreat in a very short space of time um and uh and it was yeah pretty incredible and then from there I went on to continue to 
run retreats, online programs, and still to this day continually. Um, now, really, my passion is to help heart-centered entrepreneurs unleash their purpose, get visible visible online, um, and break through their fears and limiting belief because what I found was the hardest thing for me is that when I um, got visible, like I was so afraid of judgment, so afraid of what people think and, you know, what if I'm not good enough? And so as I overcame that and, you know, these things still pop up at times, but it just makes me more and more passionate to always, you know, be overcoming it so that I can be an example for others and and help the heart-centered entrepreneurs uh, break through and get visible because I think, you know, we need more people out there who are leading people to love or doing things that, you know, make a positive impact in the world. Yeah, I totally agree. And I love <laughs> all of your story and all of the things that you have done to lead you to where you are now. And on your journey, did you, was it, <clears throat> was, sorry, <laughs> that was <a> weird. <laughs> did you go through any identity crisis or did you go through burnout? Was there, as you went through the journey of the weight loss and learning all of the things and learning all the mindset stuff, what were, like, what were the things that you were faced within yourself on your journey? Mm, Oh my gosh, so many things because it happened so fast and things would come up so frequently but what I'd say about that is that that's why it's so important to have a coach and someone you would know like, you need someone there because this stuff comes up on the journey. The further you push yourself forward, you know, the more, you know, unresolved stuff can come up. So I struggled a lot in the beginning, like when I did my first retreat, like not believing I deserved that success because it happened so fast. I mean, I didn't even know that was going to happen. It just, I took the leap of faith and it all just happened. And then I was like, how did that happen? You know, and, and then, yeah, I would struggle to believe like I was deserving and worthy of that. And that's probably just the same pattern that's played out most of my life, um, you know, but I just have the awareness around it now. And and same with the fear of judgment and that I'm not good enough. These things pop up for me. It's, a, a you know, sabotaging patterns around that. But it's just now I have the awareness, you know, I have support and I just push through it. And um, and then in terms of identity crisis, I did, um, yeah, I did hit burnout after I'd spent years like, you know, serving hundreds of heart-centered entrepreneurs and um, and business owners in running the online programs and and retreats and things like that um you know I I gave so much of myself um and uh then I you know I think I I was focused so much on serving but there was all sorts of things that happened along the way you know you have like I said before business is a spiritual journey so you're always growing and evolving so like when you hire staff you know people you attract on the journey it's all a mirror and there's lessons and learnings all the time. So, yeah, uh, I hit burnout um, about a year ago, but, you know, uh, it just got me more realigned with my purpose. You know, there was massive, like, ego death in, and it was very uncomfortable. And it was very... <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> very 
I, I really nailed the achiever phase of my evolution. But then at some point when you you get to the point where, you know, the it's just not like there were so many things that just weren't happy and fulfilling for me, like, you know, and, and uh, you know, needing of the significance around, you know, a lot of things, all the achievements. So, yeah, I guess I had like a period of ego death, shed back all the ego and got more realigned with my soul's purpose and and my values shifted and I'm a lot more like contribution focused now and so I know I actually um, before was much more like I don't have time for all of these things and now I see the bigger picture and and I see the long term and I see uh, the importance of building very strong foundations and having good systems in place and how I can actually serve more people if I take some time out and create really impactful content, use what I've learned the past few years and go away and create amazing impactful content that can serve more people in the world rather than just trying to run group coaching programs or you know, um, and, and, you know, run low on energy consistently. So, yeah. Yeah, love that. And something that's come up twice is being seen. And mm-hmm. this is something that I was really struggling with and I'd kind of pop my little head out. I was like, hello, world, I am here. And then I'm like, ah, I don't <laughs> want to be seen. And then I was going to, I was driving Zoe to school at the end of last year and she's heard me talk about wanting to start a YouTube channel and wanting to start my podcast and getting out there more and doing it. And she turned to me, she said, so when's your podcast starting and when are you getting your YouTube channels done? I was like, <laughs> way to get kicked in the butt by a 10 year old. Okay. I need to put a post out, mm-hmm. put a post out like at the end of last year. And this is exactly what you would say. I went into burnout in December last year because I didn't know what A, I could hold in my container, the capacity that I had. However, I just kept doing the work and doing the work and doing the work and not stopping but just coming up for air, coming up for air, coming up for air and just kept going and going and going and I didn't have time to think about being seen. I didn't have time to think about what anybody was going to think of me of the judgment. So it was an amazing process that I'd taken Mm -hmm. myself through that when I create too much space for myself, thinking and overthinking and procrastinating, that's when the fear, the judgment, the, the, am I going to be seen? Are people going to see me? What's going, what are the conversations that are going to be had? Mm -hmm. And that's now all shifted because Mm -hmm. of what I allowed myself to go through at the end of last year. But like you were saying before, it's, you heard the calling and the vision and you just took those leaps and those jumps, even though you had mm-hmm. no idea yeah. what, next, what you were doing, which I love. Yeah. And what, what you're saying is like, yeah, when you get really service focused, like all of the, you know, the other stuff, it's like, it doesn't matter. You get so focused on your clients and yeah. Yeah, and money is a byproduct of that. And I was at the earlier on in the year, I was focusing so much on like, where's the money coming from? Where's the money coming from? And mm-hmm. as soon as I switched into the service, which I think sometimes we completely forget, we're like, <laughs> we need the money <laughs> to come in. But when you drop into the service and go, who can I actually help? Who, mm-hmm. what feeds my soul, but also going to feed somebody else's soul? And then everything mm-hmm. just starts to shift and change dramatically. Yeah. yeah. Which I completely 
Love. That's why I love having these conversations because we all have our own journey. We all have our own processes that we take ourselves through. And on my journey, when you said that you found NLP and doing the mindset work and the breakthrough and the deeper inner work, I, on my journey, found NLP, kinesiology, hypnosis, timeline, like mm-hmm. all of the things and the pe- and it's not just the the modalities that you're learning it's the people that you get to meet on the way and it's the person who you become mm-hmm. on the way so i actually wrote a post about this i think the other day to look back at the girl that i was 6 years ago like i don't mm. even recognize who she is if i look at photos i'm like i don't even know who you are do you look at yourself from past photos and go i don't know who who you are or recognize that that past version of yourself Mm, yeah. And I, I usually look back to celebrate how far I've come. So if I have like a challenging time or, you know, and I am feeling like I'm not enough or something like that, what I do is I go look at those old photos and I just start focusing on like, no, I'm proud. Like, you know, I have actually accomplished a lot and, you know, I've come so far. And if I've come this far, I can keep going and imagine how far I can get, you know? Yeah, I love that. And I love how everyone's processes are different. And I like to do an audit at the beginning of every month of where am I now from where I was last month and where am I now from last year Mm. and have a look at the transformation that I've had but the transformation that my clients have had, who's still working with me, who's not Mm -hmm. working with me and where are they at on their journeys and really just having a look and being really proud that I kept mm-hmm. going yeah, and that I didn't stop. And one of the things that drives me is my daughter. She mm. drives me to do and be better and she is a little entrepreneur who wants to get into business. Can I help you in your business, mummy? I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. sweetheart, what would you like to do? And that's one thing that really drives me. She's on the front of my phone. If I'm having one of those days of I can't keep going or whatever that looks like, she is my driving force. So what's one of the things that like your biggest driving force to keep you moving forward? Absolutely the same. It's Pollyanna. Like, you know, just like I, I can go through the most challenging times and like she is just a positive anchor. Like I just have to look at her and I mean, she's just so full of love all the time and, you know, they're just, they're so happy and loving and just amazing having daughters but um yeah I just always want for her to have the best life you know that's really what it all began with is wanting to be a really good mum which is what I meant by when I got realigned with my purpose is one of the realizations for me was like oh wow like I actually started this journey because I really wanted to be a good mom but like I had gotten so busy and and you know it was eating away at me the mom guilt in a way not having the balance so that's a big reason why I you know have now gone okay I've got to have the balance because I know that guilt's only going to stack up and I don't want to get to you know her get to the end of high school or something and and I haven't spent that time nurturing her gifts as well as I have with all these clients so um yeah she's 100% my driving force and what keeps me going and the reason I don't settle you know uh and yeah yeah, I love that. And so one of my biggest things that I do is make sure that Zoe 
at the as soon as I pick her up from school that the afternoons are ours. Mm. The morning, if I can get someone to drive her to school, whether it's my assistant, whether it's someone comes and picks her up and takes her to school, so my mornings are full. And mm-hmm. then by two o'clock in the afternoon, I know I can relax, calm down a little bit before I go and pick her up from school so that we've got the afternoon together and we yeah. have fun and we're laughing. And just watching the trend, like her watching the transformation of me. And because <laughs> mm-hmm. I went through a period of time where I literally cried every day, probably about 10 times. And I went and saw my hypnotherapist and she said, this is a natural normal thing. You're just releasing. There's a lot of stuff that needs to come out and just yeah. don't judge your tears. Stop judging mm-hmm. them. As soon as I stopped judging them, I cried a lot less. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's teaching her to allow emotions to flow through. And it's okay yeah. to have emotions. It's okay to cry and it's okay to not judge them. And there's mm-hmm. sometimes there's no reason for your tears. There's just tears that are coming through, mm-hmm. which I really think is super powerful. So is there a book? Is there a podcast? Is there a YouTube? Is there a person that you turn to to listen to that's kind of like your go-to person that if you're wanting to feel a little bit more motivated or feeling a little bit more aligned? Hmm. Well, I've had big shifts in what I'm interested in now. And actually, there is like this guy called Pastor Mike Todd, who runs Transformation Church in um, the US. And he inspires me so much. He had a big transformation in his life and now has um, created this like church called the Transformation Church, which is like for the lost and found, uh, he says, and and it's, you know, for people to go and transform their lives. But he's he talks a lot about his journey. It relates so much to like the coaching journey, really, like, you know, especially because he's passionate about transformation. But I'm like obsessed with his stuff now. Like it's like how people get addicted to stuff on Netflix. I am like can I just have another day off so I can watch Pastor Mike Todd? Because he has like um, a relationship series. He has um, Forgiveness University and he just like, Ooh, it's so freaking amazing. And and he went through so much on his journey since he, like when he started the church, like nobody liked him. People were leaving the church, you know, and all of this stuff. And he talks about all these dark times he went through, but now um, and then and then when he launched um, Forgiveness University, his church had been like five years just generating $1 million per year income. And then when uh, and then Forgiveness University went viral and it jumped up to seven million. And then the following year it went to like 20 million. And in 2020, when COVID hit, it went to 50 million. And he tells the, it's just crazy. Like I haven't even, I mean, I used to be into all like Grant Cardone and Tony Robbins and I still love those guys, but somehow I get guided and I got guided to this guy. It just was the most random thing. I just found him one day, one thing popped up on YouTube and I was like, who's this guy? And I watched one thing and he's got a crazy faith series (laughs) as well. And I just resonate so much because I had a very, you know, that similar experience of transforming my life, finding my purpose, wanting to get out and serve people. And uh, he just, I, you know, he just blows my mind and, you know, he's so real and so genuine. He even talks about all this stuff. Like he got like uh, pulled into like temptation and, you know, he was unfaithful to his wife during a period and he just like, 
openly talks about how he made mistakes in the past, but then, you know, how now he's just devoted his life to God and, and um, yeah, I just love him. So, yeah, I've never shared love that before. That. <laughs> <laughs> one of my secrets. <laughs> I love that. I love, love, love that. Have you heard of um, Eric Thomas? No. He calls himself the hip-hop preacher. Okay. Um, his earlier work is quite intense. His kind of evolved along his journey but he Mm -hmm. um similar thing he was um homeless at 17 for two years ate out of trash cans lived out of abandoned buildings Mm -hmm. and his girlfriend at the time which is now his wife would sneak him into the house and like so that he could have a bed to sleep in and stuff but he has created his life and he goes into schools and he's a preacher now um or a pastor as well and he goes into um, schools that are underprivileged and talks to them for free, but then he works mm. with like billionaire people as well. So yeah. I love his journey of he gets to decide. And that's one thing I love about business is you get to decide what you decide that you choose to do that fills your heart and your soul. Mm. Yeah. And I love, I love that. And I'm really excited to go and check out Pastor Mike Todd because I feel like I feel very aligned with with that journey. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So how do people get in contact with you? Where do you hang out the most? Um, all the things about yeah. you. Yeah, so um, my business is just called Faith Is My Middle Name and so I've got a Facebook page um, and I've got my website is just www.faithismymiddlename.com uh, or you can just search me on social media, Bernice Allen, Bernice Faith Allen. But, yeah, and then I have a heart-centred bosses community for any heart-centred entrepreneurs who want to connect, collaborate, promote their services, which I want you to do too. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Bernice is amazing and I've been, like I said earlier in the show, I've been following her for a long time and I feel very honoured and grateful that she's taken the time out today to be on this show. So thank you again for being here and go and check out all the things that she has. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.